Hot. Who's hot? All right, we're ready to roll. I'm ready? You ready? Your mic's on? Sale. Two, Vamos. one, go. Okay, so Downey, California, Memorial Day, celebrating, actually commemorating the fallen from all the services. But we're fortunate to be here, Armbar Podcast, with the one only Oscar. El tío Oscar. <laughs> Del El Machete. El Machete. Hot sauce. What's up, brother? It's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. It's the last time we were been in and out everywhere, bro. I know, right? Last time we were throwing some tacos, man. I know, bro. Place, bro. uh, That was great, man. That was great. Those tacos are literally infamous now, bro. Yeah. You know what? We're um. Jason keeps throwing down the invite, so we'll have to hook up. Totally. Yeah, you guys. You guys are welcome to come uh, to my pad. I'm in Pico Rivera, so we could also uh, use that space and throw some tacos over there, man. So, so. Well, we have you here today. So we're talking about today. Let's do this. What are you doing here today, bro? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, of course, uh, as I was uh, iterated earlier, we're here to uh, commemorate the fallen from all services. Uh, my brother-in-law, Jason, and I hustle uh, El Machete hot sauces all over Los Angeles, and we do uh, shipping all over, well, we would like to say all over the world, but it is true, all over the world. Uh, we're still a small company, and uh, we just wanted to share what we do with the people here. So the tie-in from El Machete, you're like, oh, what the fuck is a hot sauce? Yeah. You have to do with any kind of veteran shit. But uh, his brother-in-law happened to serve in Uncle Sam's Misguided Children, yeah, right? He was a Marine. Yep. And um, I know your your hot sauce is known around the barrio. Yeah. Yes. And people want to probably want to say, like, what the fuck does Memorial Day have to do with this guy slanging hot sauce? We were always invited to this event. Yes, uh, we did it last year. It was the first year. Uh, my brother-in-law, you know, it's family, man. It's a family business. So, you know, of course, we're here to support uh, all those that have served. And, uh, you know, it's just a small community here in, in Downey, but uh, proud. So we decided to just come out and support. So slanging hot sauce, just a real quick question. Um, you know, you're slanging hot sauce and you have your brother-in-law. Uh, what does Memorial Day mean to you, though, besides... You being here at this event, slanging hot sauce. Sure, sure. Well, you know, uh, I think um, uh, many of us may, might not be aware of the, all these, basically the sacrifices a lot of, lot, yeah. of, lot of people in the service make uh, to, uh, you know, uh, obviously for the country, uh, for, for their community, for their family. So, uh, yeah, to, to memorialize, uh, you know, the, the, the past, uh, those that have, uh, have served, you know, uh, and just, just globally, really, uh, to com- uh, com- um, memorialize, you know, those that have given their lives, really, to, uh, you know, to support the country and the people uh, of their own country. Nice. All right. Yeah. So, now that we got your point of view on that, <laughs> um, your hot sauces, bro, yeah. what did that become? How, do, how did that El Machete hot sauce become? Yeah, so, uh, basically, it just started in my mom's kitchen, man, where I, where I fell in love with her cooking. Uh, I was probably four years old when I uh, started, uh, when I saw her make... Uh, carne con chile yeah and mm. uh from that moment nice. on man i uh i think just the aromas just kind of like uh opened up my sort of like uh all the creative channels man i, I just i realized i wanted to be in the kitchen all the time just to, to, to eat anyways you fast forward uh i learned to cook for myself at some point and then uh i just started uh i've always gravitated towards heat so it made sense that Every time I made a dish, I was going to make something hot to complement the dish or to go with the dish. And uh, as you continue to move forward, like I decided, you know, let me just start a brand, and uh, uh, which has been it's been a journey and uh, an incredible journey. And so uh, we're still like in the infancy stage, you know. I mean, I've been training myself to cook and to make sauces for some time, 
but in terms of building this business, it's uh, we're still in the infancy stage. We're five years in, uh, and finally starting to see. Uh, some, some light at the end of the Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's, sweet. It's, it's so, taking some time. Yeah, so like you said, you've been in and out of the, the scene and trying to... And this is just for anybody. If you're a veteran or not listening to Entrepreneur. Show, entrepreneur. Vetrepreneur. Entrepreneur. You have to listen to this guy because this guy's been through some in and outs and maybe some of it because of Vic's fault. <laughs> but, re, but like last year, you went through some trouble, right? Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, so uh, just briefly, I... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so so people know, you know, I was holding down my full-time job for like six years. And during those six years, uh, I was also uh, making hot sauce and selling on weekends. So this didn't really happen overnight. Uh, I was doing it on weekends while holding on a full-time job and finally saw an opportunity to break my job. So I... I, I uh, I went ahead and uh, took the leap. Um, yeah, I took the leap of faith. Yeah, exactly, man. So, uh, you fast forward. There was a few things that I wasn't aware of with respect to uh, health, uh, compliance, health permit compliance, uh, things called like a cannery license, things called uh, um, uh, uh, being on a registry, so a uh, uh, processed food registry. Anyways, uh, so yeah, man. Basically, I had my hot sauces in, in several locations in LA. And uh, the health department started doing an investigation. You know, they have access to internet. They have access to your your Facebook accounts. They have access so to. They know who you are. They knew who I was yeah, exactly. And uh, they had sent me an email, and they were asking if uh, I um, I had a cannery license, uh, which I didn't know I, I was required for me. And this happens to a lot of people who are in the food business. You know, that's how you learn, right? Uh, but yeah, man. So they, they basically, while they were guiding me to submit an application they were also investigating me and they started uh, essentially uh, confiscating all the hot sauces oh, from man. all the different places that I had it at no uh, way. I, I was in Mexico and on my way back uh, I remember turning on my phone once I arrived back to LA and uh, I had uh, some friends from who had little who have stores call me and say hey man there's some fools over here confiscating your shit <laughs> So they ended up leaving like a, a notice with them, like a formal notice of like everything that they took. And so ultimately that led to just kind of a, just it, it was a, a little bit of a downward spiral, uh, you know, you know, uh, how would I say? I think it I, was I, a stepping stone though, right? It was. <laughs> that, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. But it, during the time, it felt almost like... Um, well, that's like, like I wasn't gonna be able to pull it off. That's like busting your cherry, yeah, though, right? Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. You have to yeah. go through the motions. Like you felt like you were popped. And that's it. Yeah, but you know what it was? It was like in, I I met with them like five different times. I had one where they completely rep reprimanded me. Shit. Uh, I mean, but it was all learning lessons. So there was uh, a lot of nervios, man. I was like, fuck, am I if I'm gonna pull this off? Uh, and if I didn't pull it off, yeah. I was I was gonna be disappointed, obviously. So, but I stuck with it. Uh, you know. And you know, a lot of support. You know, we made it happen, man. We made it happen. And now you're a success. Well, I would. I, I think that was that was success, is, successful is, move. Is yeah. that some of your ups and downs that would make you? That would say you built you up. Oh yeah, certainly, man. I mean, right now. For anybody man, listening, like, what would you tell them to do? Well, look, man. I think uh, we can't be afraid. You just have to fucking. You have to go all in. You really do. Yeah. I mean, if if you have. I mean, you have to make smart moves, obviously, but, you know, for, you go, for, yeah. for, for people that are working, like, hey, you do a side hustle and you, you keep at it until you know it's the right time to pull the trigger, whether you have savings, etc. I, I I, basically fucking burned the bridges or, or burned the boats, right? I was in the island, yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah. So, so goes the metaphor, and uh, or the analogy, I should say. And, uh, yeah, man, I went for it. I went for it. 
and I, it it took time. It wasn't easy, man. Just takes patience, takes hard work. Rusha. I know. I, <laughs> I know. We got some distractions over here. Uh, patience, and you have to just you have to stay in it, man. I went through some burnout as well, and the way you get over burnout is you just you just stay in it and eventually you ride out the burnout but man. at it's the just, moment did you feel like you were being picked on or did i did i did or did you say fuck i fucked up no no I, I felt like i was getting i you know that's the way it felt uh but that's their job to investigate you know and the only reason sorry yeah me, but the only reason i'm asking this because you know people start business they think hey as soon as i set the 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 table down it's gonna blow up like we're right. good but they don't know about the licenses the the, the heat that's going to come after yeah. you if you're selling something in the streets, right? Sure, especially in the food business, man, because ultimately it's about public health, right? Yeah, it's a health and yeah. safety yeah. issue. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I guess ultimately we want to ensure that people who do make food and, and, and food products, yeah. that they're following, you know, proper Protocol. guidelines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. otherwise, uh, you know, fuck, man, you can, you can kill people, man, you know? So after, I'm not going to say, I'm sorry if I say this, but... After you thought you got your shit together, uh -huh. so you got pop. Yeah. Now you're continuing your business, right? You're selling. Yes, I do. Uh, essentially, I, I I had already been following you know proper like protocols, protocols yeah. um, for myself, and uh, so it was just really learning a few more uh, compliance uh, basically uh, concerns, but that's really it. So you know just the. It's a little more rigorous than right. I had anticipated, so you have to document a lot of things. Is it more out of your way or more well, that? Well, I would, I would frame it under professionalizing my game, man. I mean, that's just... That's <laughs> no, just, no, that's it. That's, that's, that's the reality, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And so now, now that's all behind you, so now the sky's the limit now, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, El Machete, uh, was it 1924? Well, it's El Machete... Uh, yeah, it's a little subtext, 1924, yeah, that's a little... What's that all about? Uh, so, there was a newspaper in the 1920s that surfaced out of Mexico City called the Machete. It was headed by some famous uh, muralists like Diego Rivero and David... Oh, shit, and, Diego and David Rivera, yeah. and Rivera and David Alfaro Siqueiros. They were like hardcore socialists at the time. They were doing big murals on walls. They felt it was part of like social art, right, etc. Right. So the socialism that was going on at, at that, that time. time. It swept Mexico. There was... Um, uh, so he got together with some labor organizers, or them two, and they basically came up with a machete, and it was a, just a one sheet, and they would tape it on walls, uh, or just you know put it on walls, yeah, yeah. and they were providing a lot of critic, uh, political and social analysis because if you remember at that time Mexico City, the aristocrats were were had complete control of society, right, mm. right. and so this was like the perfect timing, right, for uh, at least for artists who would kind of led the vanguard to sort of like. It was during it was during the Mexican the process of the Mexican Revolution. Right, so right. basically between 1910 and 1924, 1928 roughly. So it surfaces out of that political context. Yeah. But what does it mean to you, though? To me, because I'm a I'm a history guy. I mean, that's what I studied at school, and uh, I'm a Mexicano at heart, and I'm a Chicano. So I uh, I love that I love Mexican history, right? And that's that's the one, and I love art. So that's kind of the part of the history. And even a little bit before uh, them, uh, we're talking about uh, Jose, uh, Jose Guadalupe Posada, who, uh, um, uh, what is it, uh, last name is Orozco, you have Tamayo, there's a lot of fucking badass artists who, who really captured a lot of history, politics, culture, and society through their art. 
and uh, it was just an incredible movement. So, so you feel like your hot sauce speaks through what you feel. So yes, that's so, your art. That's right? your art. Right. Right? That's my form of uh, an artistic expression. And long-term goal is in, uh, invite artists to showcase their artwork on the label. Right. Sort of oh, how sweet. the music. Oh shit! Sure. So yeah. how the yeah. similar how the newspaper uh, uh, showcase artwork uh, uh, on the label. However, you know, mine, not, mine isn't necessarily politicized artwork. I mean, it can be. I, I welcome all, you know, cultural. So if cultural. a veteran is sitting there doodling, listening to us, uh-huh. they could be like, all right, let me, let me submit this work to yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the idea, and Machete for me is, uh, you know, I mean, one thing is that, that I took the name from a particular uh, historical right, time right. period, but what I, for me, it's, uh, it's an idea, right? I mean, for me, it's the brand. I want to leverage the brand to do things, man, to bring people together. To support the athletics, uh, well, not, not to be a dick and yeah. to interrupt, but you're talking about those times with Diego Rivera and all yeah. them. Yeah, those guys were socialists, uh-huh, uh-huh. communists. Yes, yes, so, yes, self-proclaimed. Yeah. So, do you want a label, or, or I think he's maybe it's more for the people. Yeah. Right? Are you are you labeling El Machete as for the people, or do you want to reach out to the certain? Diego Rivera's communism. No, well, it's actually for everyone, really. Okay. I I welcome all ideas. Well, I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, yeah. People course. listening, right? They can yeah. see one thing. Sure, sure, sure. I I uh, well, I'm a free thinker, man. So I welcome all ideas, yeah, and, yeah. you know. But uh, El Machete today uh, symbolizes community for me. Uh, I grew up in East Los Angeles. I want to leverage my brand to continue to support education, the arts, athletics, yeah, yeah. and low-income communities. Like, ultimately, I want to create social impact with my right, brand. Yeah. 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 So that's what Machete means to you? Yes. For yes, the yes. people? For the people, yeah. Exactly. Nice, nice, right? So even if that means a barbecue, a pachanga, you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Like, vámonos, And, uh, but yeah, ultimately, I need to, I, I have to leverage it to generate, generate income so I can contribute to, you know, continuing to support, you know, local communities. So whether that means doing um, small uh, scholarships, you know, to send a couple students to art school programs, Chicano, you know, Chicano kids, Chicanas, wow. to uh, you know, to nice art programs for you know uh, over the summer for you know, expose them to programs right, like just that. Right, expose them. Yeah. Exactly. So well, it looks uh, like you're doing okay because you got a big ass line. I know, dude. Right there, people have been following <laughs> your hot sauce, dude. Just off the bat, I bought like four bottles already. I know, right? I bought right. four bottles already, bro. And so, you got a line of people <laughs> waiting for your shit, yeah. So, um, but yeah, there's a lot of work to do, man. Um, there's a lot of work to so do. You're expanding. You're, you're, you think El Machete? Yeah. Well, I have a background in education, too. So, nice. you know, I, I worked for a grant. We worked with a lot of low-income students there in the Carson area. Uh, and, uh, you know, like, there's a need for improved uh, writing skills. There's a, yeah. there's a need for improved professionalization skills. Right, there's right. so much stuff that our working class communities are struggling with. and. So ultimately, you know, like if I can leverage my brand to impact uh, those kinds of things, that's uh, that's, that's what I want to do. Well, tell our listeners where we could find you. Oh, so el, elmachete.com is the website. Uh, el machete, uh, at elmachete1924 is my Instagram handle. And then elmachete1924 Facebook. And then... Um you're, you said you're in a couple stores too. What kind of store? Yeah, so right uh, locally here in Whittier, you can go to Local Fixture. Uh, local Fixture, they're here in Whittier, off of Bright, uh, in Uptown Whittier. Um, we are also Alta Baja in Santana. Nice. Uh, that's by the Fourth Street Market. Um, we are at Lowe's Hotel in Santa Monica. And uh, yeah, we're at the Hollywood Farmer's Market every Sunday. Every Sunday. Every Sunday morning, eight to one. It's by Amoeba Records. Hollywood Farmer's Market on Sunday mornings, eight to one p.m. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, those are among some of the some of the few places uh, where you can find our stuff. Well, thank you, brother, for stopping by. There's a cold crowd waiting for you. Yeah, man. Fuck, bro. <laughs> this guy's everywhere. But thank you to the machete. All right, fellas. Um, thank you. Um, we're soon to record with you, Solo Cholo. Give you a nice a cookout. 40 <laughs> my, 45 minute cookout. There you go. Just you and us talking about your passion. But for thank sure, you for sure. supporting us. Thank you for supporting the military yes. military community, especially on Memorial Day. Um, sharing your passion to the people. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you for stopping by, brother. I appreciate it, Gracias, man. Thanks, brother. Oscar. You guys keep up the, the, the excellent work, man. Right. Gracias, brother. Thank, Thank you. Gracias. You.